Happy Lent. A while back, I had said a funeral mass, and I went over to the meal to the hall to say a prayer before the meal and also just to greet the family. And I ended up having a conversation with the daughter of the woman that I had buried. And we were kind of tucked over in a corner. And she began to tell me how she was estranged from her sister, who was there at the meal. This woman had done quite well for herself. In fact, she was a millionaire. When I began to talk to her about her sister, I said, well, what happened between the two of you? And she said, Father, it's quite simple. She's very jealous of me. It started when we were very little girls. We were in competitive dance, and then it was volleyball, then it was softball, it was grades, but now, Father, it's all about money. And then she looked at me and she said something which angered me. She said, Father, she will never have what I have. I'm just like, wow, no wonder she doesn't like you. And I said, what's that? She said, Father, I have enough. I have enough. Our first reading from the book of Genesis today and our gospel passage of the temptation of Jesus show a stark contrast between Adam and Eve, our fathers, our mother, and Jesus. Adam and Eve are placed into a garden, a garden of paradise. And it says this, out of the ground the Lord God made various trees grow, and they were delightful to look at, with food to eat. The tree of life in the middle of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. They had more food than they could imagine. They had more fruit and nuts and vegetation than they could have dreamt of. But it wasn't enough, was it? It just wasn't enough. God told me that there was one tree that I was not allowed to eat from. And all the rest, they were never enough, were they? Have you ever opened a bag of Doritos? How about a bag of Oreos? And you tell yourself, I've had enough. How many of you opened a bottle of wine and even corked it and said, one glass is enough? Or been to a party and said, I've had enough beer? When have we had enough? What is enough? For those of you who are my age or older, you most likely at one point in your life were a collector. Our younger generations are not collectors. They throw everything away. 
But for those of you who are my age or older, you would remember the trends and the fads of precious moments and cherished teddies and stamp collections and coin collections and car collections and matchbox cars collections. You remember the days of baseball cards and basketball cards. Could you ever really have enough? Was it possible to ever have enough? And the answer is no. Written into the human condition is this idea that I don't have enough and thus I must constantly be grasping. I must constantly be longing and searching for what I do not have. So let's look at Jesus' temptation today in the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus has been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know how many of you on like Ash Wednesday at 12 o'clock midnight were like waiting for the clock to strike 12. When I was in college, we would like, we would do the fast, but we'd have a pizza delivered at 12 o'clock midnight, right? Because you can never have enough. Jesus has been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. He's hungry. And what happens? Satan shows up and says, hey, hey. Just turn those rocks. Turn those rocks into bread. But he doesn't. Why? Because he has enough. Because he knows that he has enough because he is in union with the Father. He is in union with the Spirit. And he knows that ultimately... Even if he did turn those bread, those, those rocks into bread, they wouldn't satisfy him. They wouldn't be enough. My brothers and sisters, again and again in our lives, we chase after a longing. We spend our whole lives chasing after a hole in our heart that can be only filled by God. And so we chase and we chase and we obtain and we obtain and we grasp and we grasp and we hoard and we hoard and we get more and more and more and more and more and more. But it's never enough. There's this beautiful phrase. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. It's when we begin to realize how blessed we are that we then can say, I have enough. What was this millionaire ultimately saying? I have enough. I am so thankful for what I have in my life. And the emptiness and the hole that I'm trying to be filled has been filled by our Lord. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. I'd like to share with you a Jewish hymn this upcoming week on Thursday in our RCIA classes, in our classes that prepare people to enter into the church at Easter for the sacraments, we're going to be having a Seder meal, a Passover meal. For those of you who are part of the 650 individuals that have signed up for Bible in a year and are listening to the Bible of the year, we've been through the book of Genesis, we've been through the book of Exodus, we're going through the book of Deuteronomy and Numbers. And you know, you're very familiar with the Exodus story, the story of the Israelite people coming out of Egypt. This hymn is sung at Seder meals and Passover meals. 
And the refrain of the hymn is this. It would have been enough for us. It would have been enough for us. Here's the verses. If he had taken us out of Egypt, but not had judgment on the Egyptians, it would have been enough for us. If he had made judgment on the Egyptians, but not of their gods, it would have been enough for us. If he made judgment on their gods, but did not kill their firstborn, it would have been enough for us. If he had killed their firstborn, but not given us all their money, it would have been enough for us. If he had given us all their money, but had not split the Red Sea in two, it would have been enough for us. If he had split the Red Sea in two, but had not taken us through on dry ground, it would have been enough for us. If he had taken us through on dry ground, but had not pushed down our enemies, it would have been enough for us. If he had pushed down our enemies, but not supplied for our needs for 40 years in the desert, it would have been enough for us. If he had supplied for us for 40 years in the desert, but not brought us to Sinai and given us the holy law, it would have been enough for us. If he, had not, if, he, if he had brought us to Sinai and given us the holy law and had not brought us to the land of Israel, it would have been enough for us. The song goes on and on and on out of gratitude, recognizing that they had been given enough again and again and again and again as God brought them to salvation. What about you and I? If he had given me baptism, but not my first confession, it would have been enough. If he had allowed me to go to confession, but not my first Holy Communion, it would have been enough. If I had received my first Holy Communion, but not my confirmation, it would have been enough. If he had given me marriage, but no children, it would have been enough. If he gave me one child, but not a second, it would have been enough. If he gave me a house and food, but not a retirement, it would have been enough. If he gave me a retirement and even more money to go on vacations and to live a life of pleasure, it would have been enough. What will it take in our lives for us to say, Lord, you have given me enough? Lord, I no longer need to grasp after the tree, after the fruit, after the things in this world, which I know will never satisfy, because, Lord, you have given me so much. Lord, you have given me enough. Jesus is presented with a temptation to believe that he doesn't have enough. That if he would just turn these stones into bread, if he would obtain all the nations of the world. But he already has enough. And so my dear people, I want you to hear today that you have enough. But more important than that, I want you also to know that you are enough. That you 
that you have enough and you are enough. So often in our lives, our desire to obtain more and more and more is rooted because deeply in our own hearts, we don't believe that we are enough. And so we strive and we grasp after the material things, hoping somehow that it will fill the emptiness of our hearts that we ourselves have, that because we do not believe that we are enough. We do not measure up. We are not good enough. But the reality is, is that you, you have enough and you are enough. I'll give you a very real and palpable experience of this. You'll notice in the bulletin this weekend, I have a document that I pulled together. I'll explain it at the end of Mass today, but it was a document that I worked kind of hard on, I'll admit that, of trying to give a snapshot of what's happening here in Dearborn County to turn into the diocese. As I was standing outside of the 7.30 Mass this morning, a woman came up to me, and she was quite upset. Because what she does is not on this list. And she wanted me to know it. Why? Because it's not enough to serve the poor. It's not enough to feed the hungry. It's not enough to be with those who are grieving. It's not enough to worship God. We need recognition. And if I don't get recognition, I want someone else to hurt. And so I stood there. And the thoughts going through my mind was like, I'm not enough. I didn't do enough. I didn't write enough. I didn't list off enough. And so I looked at this woman and I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not enough. Because this is what we do to each other. And how many of you, again and again in your own life, through a spouse, through a parent, through a coach, through a coworker, through a boss, have experienced someone who's made you feel like you're not enough? And that is a lie. Because God sees you, God knows you, and he loves you. And you are enough. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Gratitude turns us from grasping after things that we do not need, grasping after things even that our hearts do not want, Gratitude turns what we have into enough. My dear brothers and sisters, on this first Sunday of Lent, we are called to realize that we have enough and that we are enough. Through God's grace, may it be so, and through God's grace in these 40 days, may we transform our lives and our hearts to stop grasping, to stop searching, to stop filling an endless void and an endless hole. And to realize that through his grace, he is enough.